Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Yo, what up? It's to hear more. And I'm Patrick Cloud. And welcome to another episode of Damn Internet. You scary. Very scary. All right, well, I, I like the last one. Let's let's try again. Same beat or different? No, no, no. Like different beat? Okay, all right. Let's try. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Here we go. Um, just gonna make one up. Okay. Do 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 do. The dogs is out. Damn internet, you scary. Dogs is out. I'm getting hairy. Ooh, pull out the mat. Oh, pull out the shot. Oh, damn internet, you scary. You so scary. Scary than a mat. Did you just fucking growl? Did. I thought you were going the DMX route, but I, I wasn't growl. sure. But that growl basically solidified it for you, boy. I wasn't a hundred percent sure <laughs> if, if I heard that beat before. That, Was that a real beat? I I don't know. It's just influenced. Like it, I didn't. I, I literally never know what I'm gonna do until I just start it making sounded, the first sound. Oh, I'm trying to figure out like what it sounded. It like. sounded like an old No Limit song. Oh, it's that P Diddy song. That it sounds like. You know what I'm talking about? Now, which one is that? Oh, what is it? It's like it's, it's like a heavy rock sample that they tried to flip into. Yo, like, you could hate me now. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, but P. Diddy was on it. Yeah, that's it what was, I was Yeah, yeah, it was, okay. yeah. Nah, nah, that, that just didn't <laughs> go how I thought at all. He started growling. <laughs> DMX is a completely different guy. He is, man. It's, it's, it's sad it's when you know somebody for different. a certain thing and then they switch He's, up. Not because they trying to make money, but just because they get older, man. Rappers get old. Rappers get old, bro. It's crazy. It's way different than a singer getting old. I was talking with somebody about like like the best R&B group uh-huh. and, uh, of the 90s. And I was like, I think she said Boys to Men. Okay. And I was like, it was Jodeci. She was like, she understand why I said Jodeci, but she was like, their songs aren't timeless. It's not classic. And I was like, what are you talking about? You can smash to that fabric. She was like, true, but like they can't, like, boys to men can tour forever, mm-hmm. right? Singing their songs because they're love songs, they're romantic, they're, they're timeless. Right. But you don't want to see 65-year-old Casey or JoJo up there humping the ground and air thrusting, no, talking about freak no, me. You don't, really. you don't want to see that. But you can sing Water Runs Dry or End of the Road to, forever. They can tour forever with what their catalog, boys to men can. But Joe to see, they are out of there, bro. There's no way they can tour forever. Low-key, Pretty Ricky in the, the the Millennium Tour. Oh, they Have you seen that? That was no. super weird. Yeah, I wouldn't want to see them at all. I, never, I didn't like Pretty Ricky ever. I'm going to be honest with you. I, I did when it was time for school dances. <laughs> that's, when, uh, that's when young virgins got to feel the butt on their junk. <laughs> you got to finally feel the junk. I get it. I get it. I get the appeal. I just didn't. I never, never really could get with them. They, they just was doing too much for your boy. And that came out when I was still like in that, that range. I just was like, mm-mm, no, thank you. The Never dude, like Pretty Ricky. The 
the dude uh, who got on my nerves the most, he was like the dude who always had his shirt off and was like trying so hard. He was like, let me caress your chest and yeah. make you sweat. No. He's randomly like a top financial advisor now. Like really? He, yeah, he runs like a crazy big uh, tech company. His name's Spectacular. Yeah, Spectacular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he gives, uh, he gives like a business advice now. It's the most bizarre. It's like. That's like when you find out Chameleonaire has like six tech companies. Yeah, he's one of them too. Yeah, it's, that's dope. But that's dope that he was able to transition and was smart enough to foresee that it wasn't going to last forever. Because oh, yeah. nothing lasts forever. Nothing. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I wonder what the other guys in Pretty Ricky are doing. Somewhere in, there, in a club singing. Probably, Pop up in the morning. He's probably a stripper. He has to be <laughs> stripping in some type of way. <laughs> Ain't doing that at a Captain D somewhere across mid America <laughs> while people are getting cold slides. Pop up in the morning. That's a sad. That's a sad life. Like I think when I started watching those biopics and mm-hmm. it showed like. People like right after their prime, and mm-hmm. then after that, <laughs> yeah, man, it's tough. It's tough, man. You got to transition. I love comedy, man, because like, long as I'm relevant and long as I stay close to the streets, oh, I can, I can, I can do it forever. You could do it in, as an old man, yeah, hooked up to an IV, and it was still. Probably Dick Gregory was doing comedy to the end, bro. Like, right. yeah, he was doing it to the end. Red Fox was doing it. All of those guys are doing it from like over a 30, 40 year span, bro. Because comedy is is Man. timeless. People are always gonna want to laugh, but music changes literally Man. every five to ten People years. Be like I don't want to hear this shit. Anymore. No, no, yeah. they don't want to hear that. If you tried to play some nineteen nineties music at like hip hop at a at a at a party, like a kickback, I'm gonna turn this shit off, man. Unless it's like Snoop or Dre. Right. Or like Pac, like the big singles, California Love, something like that. But if you just put on some MC8 or mm-hmm. Spice One, like, get that shit out of here, man. Right? Niggas, I don't know. No one drops the Sugar Hill Gang unless it's like <laughs> this. Oh, this was the first hip hop song ever. That's usually like, toward the end of the night when they like about to clear if it out. If at all. If at all. That's true. <laughs> yeah, they, they'll Gang. play it to, as, like, as a reference and then they'll go into like the new song that sampled Sounds it. Sounds something like that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no one ever really listens to that early hip hop unless it's no. like this is early hip hop. No, no, no. You get you get Biggie, you'll get some mob deep, you know, just the singles though. You ain't gonna get, you know, you ain't gonna get all the hotness though. You're not mm. gonna do it. It'll be weird. Although two thousand early two thousands parties are always fun music wise. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But you go knowing that because it's themed. So you be like, oh, this is, you, you getting the mindset of that. That's like, you true. were just at a party and nigga bust out with some MC Hammer too legit to quit. You be like, what the fuck is a DJ doing? Right, put them franchise boys on <laughs> after Future. Like, that don't even match. <laughs> Go don't Hammer, even don't match. hurt them. You be like, <laughs> niggas over there dancing like. <laughs> and then you just hear mask off. You're like, man, you done. D is all over the place you right now. You went to a whole different drug. This is your personal playlist, DJ? This is what you, <laughs> you play before you got here? You need to get pumped up? That's why I couldn't be a DJ. I'd just play the shit that I like. And oh, then yeah. I'd look up after five songs and see everybody. Like, <laughs> we haven't danced in four minutes. Niggas be cleaning pistols, ready to shoot them at you. <laughs> I couldn't be a DJ or a producer. Like, because producers have to work with some of the most ridiculous and unprofessional rappers I would imagine ever. Huh, I never thought of that. I've always thought, like, how a rapper writes a beat, I mean, writes a rhyme to a beat that they don't like. Like, do you think of another beat that just has a similar cadence? Like, I know, like, I've heard some dope-ass verses on some whack-ass beats, and I was mm-hmm. like, how did they manage to squeeze this gold out of this I bullshit? I think they like the beat. No, nah, but it. I've heard rapping, like, even, um, like, Audio Push, they have this this song when uh, one of them starts rapping on the second verse, he's like, 
and I ain't really like this beat at all, but I'm gonna kill it anyway. Some some shit like that. But like I know rappers. Was he a feature? Nah, they were a group, so I'm oh, sure one okay. of the guys liked it, but the other one didn't. But yeah. like, if it's my song and I want to get you as a feature on there, and I, and I send it to you, and you hear yeah. the beat like this shit is trash. Yeah. Like, how do you even get in the mind? Because you make music, so how would you even get in the mindset of that? I, I think it's um, I think it's about showing the the person who you're featuring like all the options. Mm -hmm. That's what producers do. Producers okay. will come through with like ten beats and just play through all of them, and then they jump on the the best one. But then the artist would most likely be like, oh, I hear Future on this, or I hear Playboy Cardi on this, and send it to them. And I don't think they'd just be like, all right, unless it was like a check. Like, you know how like Nicki Minaj or like someone who's huge would jump mm -hmm. on somebody random, like Taylor's feature, like Taylor Swift yeah. song or like some like EDM song. That's, I know that the check is crazy. Oh yeah, like, check gotta There's be no way ASAP Rocky liked that track with Skrillex. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> it was just like, what? But Skrillex probably had that EDM check, so he was like, all right. So it's either like yeah. the check or if they're cool, I, I think they would just be like, ah, play me another one. You I know, know some people, um, get on beats for the check but like i always wonder how i work with rappers like if you cool with a rapper do you actually pay them for that verse? i don't know or do you just like promise them some royalties from the song because i heard that t-pain didn't get paid for any of his features really yeah he did an interview recently and said he didn't get paid for any of them and he figured it was the whole like verse for verse thing yeah because i guess that's a thing also yeah um and then when it came back down to like getting the verse from that same person, they were, they started throwing quotes at him. So it was just like, nigga. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, it's the a music it's industry, man. You never know. You never it's know, like, dog. When you see people at the top like Eminem and Lil Wayne being like, yeah, I'm still fighting for my check. It's like, y'all? Really? I get it. Like with Blueface, you know, yeah. you just take a crip out the hood and <laughs> give him a car and be like, you don't got no road. Shout out to him, but man, I feel, I, I, it's unfortunate. I saw an interview, he was talking like he don't know who he signed to. Mm -hmm. He's he, like, I don't know whack handles all that. And it got really uncomfortable quiet. quiet and everybody's like, because niggas is like, be all right. that's what Charlamagne ended up saying. He's like, you'll, you'll be okay. You'll be <laughs> Blueface will be all right. That's never something you want to. I know Blueface thought about that the whole ride home. Like, I should really look into this. Yeah, I. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I just picture that's how he is when he's confused. <laughs> oh man, music yeah. industry, dog. I don't Treachery. envy it. I don't. I don't envy it. At first, you do. You be like, man, the cars and all that type of stuff. But people got to pay taxes mm -hmm. on them. And I remember on that interview, I only watched a part of it, the T Pain one, mm -hmm. when he was at the Breakfast Club, and he was talking about he he went broke. Did he? He went broke. Like, he was saying he had to borrow money for gas and to feed his kids. He went broke. Uh, during his height? Yeah, like, like I guess when he, like, took that time off, uh -huh. he had, I think he said, like, 70 million was the most he ever had in his bank account. 70? And 70 million. I'm sure he had more in assets, mm -hmm. but, like, in his bank account, he had 70 million. And they That's a lot him, of money. That's a lot of money. They asked him how he went broke. It was, like, bad investments, man. He's buying, he had his homeboy buy a lot of, like, property. Houses and stuff, but in bad neighborhoods, like yeah, we could put a, a slab of paint on this and all of this and fix it up. He's like, nobody bought the houses. He's Damn. like, ever. He's like, you end up just letting them go. How is that even possible? You just have a vacant house for four years, man. Cause I thought property if, was a sure thing. When I mean, it's like if you buy a vacant house in a bad neighborhood, uh -huh. it don't matter that this this has been updated. It's still right. in a bad neighborhood. I won't raise my kids here. That's scary because you always think like if you have money, like I'm gonna do the smart thing. I'm gonna invest. I'm gonna do property. I'm gonna blah 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 blah. Mm -hmm. Then you hear that shit failing. You like, mm -hmm. fam. But that's what happens when you put people in. Positions that aren't ready or qualified for it, just because they're close. Just to because you. they're close to you, so I like, would ah, still I put somebody in the right position for that, and then I would have somebody in my my camp 
study on it so they can take over it at some point. But if that person's not qualified, I'm not going to just put you as a property manager and you just were the manager at a BP or Shell gas station for the last six years. People got to worry about that because people are real quick to put their like aunt or mom or dad yeah. in a management position or like a brother or sister in like a, a very close business situation mm-hmm. and then... That is a that's a tough fallout, like, bro. You yeah, because somebody got to answer for this. Exactly, you somebody got to always work with somebody who you're okay with screaming at or cutting yes. off. And if it's your like your mom, like that's I would never put myself in a position. I wouldn't to put fire my, my, my mom. mom is always late. I wouldn't put her in a position. <laughs> for shit. She can't handle travel. She can't handle instructions. None of that. Just come. That's, just, that's the worst part. My mom is super good about that kind of stuff. She's uh-huh. super organized and could probably ha- handle it. But when it comes down to like the 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 just the environment of yeah. it. I don't even know if that's a good. Idea. I I don't I don't want to I wouldn't want to yell at my mom like I don't want to like cause she fuck up I'm gonna have to call her a bitch I'm gonna have to and I don't <laughs> you have do to that. have somebody in position yeah. where you're comfortable you can't be like you mm, I'm so nah. mad at you mom nah on a business level like I'm two different people like when it comes to business. I'm a different person. When it right. comes to like like regular life, I'm cool. But Same. like you fuck up business, motherfucker. What what were you thinking? Yeah. And I don't want to have to talk like that to my mom because I will mush her. Like <laughs> business to him is 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 ruthless. He, I'm Suge Knight. I with can't the even shit. picture myself doing that. <laughs> my mom's shorter than me. I'm, what the fuck were you thinking? I'm mushing turn a little bit. Oh my god. <laughs> I just pictured myself mushing my mom, and it's like the most embarrassing <laughs> thought I've had today. <laughs> <laughs> Get your shit together, Emma. My mom got an old name. Emma Moore? Emma Jean. Emma Jean. Emma Jean. Whoa, that yeah. is an old name. An old name, man. We that from the South. We country, school. bro. Do, no, I feel like she knows how to do anything with her hands. Like, I know she knows how to make anything. She did. My mom taught me how to cook. Before I, I moved to, uh, to California, my last Thanksgiving in L.A., I mean, in St. Louis, she made me cook everything for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. All she did was stand there it's and right told me what to do. Yeah, it was. But I had to cook for the whole family. It wasn't just me, her, and my sister. Mm-hmm. It was my aunts, uncles, all my, my grandparents and cousins came over to my like place. Like 15 plus? Like 15 plus. Ooh. I had to cook a big ass turkey. I had to do the dressing. When you cook a real dressing, like cornbread dressing, you got to cook the dressing while the turkey's cooking, and then take the turkey out, get the juice from the turkey, pour that on a cornbread that you just cooked, for the dressing, wow. mix it up, I then cut up the that. salaries, carries on that, and then put it back in the oven uh, with the turkey. Like some people, some people like do it separately, but some people put it actually in the turkey uh-huh. so the juices keep absorbing in it. And that's, that's how you keep it moist. Yeah. You put it in the turkey? Nah, not like around it, around the turkey. Oh. Okay. Inside the turkey, you want to stuff like vegetables and onions right, right, and stuff right. like that to help the flavor come out. But yeah, man, she made sure I know how to cook everything. I mean, I'm talking about mashed potatoes from scratch. I have to wash the mashed potatoes, peel them, cut them up. You were just all talking like, about that, bro. Yeah, yeah. every <laughs> everything from scratch. Jeez. Yeah, she didn't help at all. She just sat there and smoked. You're doing it wrong. <laughs> well, help me, motherfucker. Nope. I know she know how to bake. Oh, yeah, yeah. That yeah. is a bacon-ass name. Oh, yeah. Sweet potato pies. Her and my uncle Woo. make the best sweet potato pies. She made me do that, too. I had to cut them sweet potatoes, boil them sweet potatoes. Do you remember how them to do all that stuff? Mm-hmm. I had to cook mm-hmm. Thanksgiving dinner, too, and I don't remember none of it. <laughs> if I did it again, I would for sure have to go to Google again. That was a long time ago, though. You gotta make sure you go to the right Google site. Google have you doing Velveeta sales and cheese for your macaroni. Yeah, though. you really have, like all those recipe.com and stuff like that mm-hmm. have a lot of white undertones. Oh, absolutely. Breadcrumbs or mac and cheese. Fuck, you need some breadcrumbs. And if you don't read a mac and cheese, you will find out at the wrong. You'll be ah. on step eight. Raisins? Raisins. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just throw the whole kitchen away. Just throw the kitchen up, like cabinets and all. Just put it in the trash bag. It's throw too this whole late kitchen. to go back now. <laughs> 
Oh damn, that shit is oh. <laughs> raisins. <laughs> I was imagine you like, all right, done with that. Now add raisins. What? Wait, what? wait, what? This is mac and cheese. Uh, it tells you, you got to finish this. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I have, I have a, a fantastic uh, hits joint fact, but. Before, I, before you do that, I have an article I got to read you, man. Come on, man. The first vape-linked illness ah, and death yeah. has been recorded. Have you heard this? Yeah, people have been sending me this. People what? have been sending me this. It says a patient has died after developing a severe respiratory disease due to vaping in the first such death in the U.S. Yeah. Uh, it's a mystery lung disease that is linked to e-cigarettes. Um, apparently there's 193 potential cases, but this was the one, um, that did it. It says many of these cases involve vaping THC, Mm -hmm. uh, which is the main active compound in cannabis. We all know that stuff. Um, but it says the person who died was hospitalized with the unexplained illness after reported vaping or e-cigarette use, um, which is intense. This was in in Illinois and they died. Um, and it hasn't even been identified, but they know that it involves vaping in some form. Yeah. Vaping does seem like that thing that gets a commercial a bunch of years later. Like if you vaped from <laughs> 2015 to 2019, come you here. could be involved in a class action lawsuit. <laughs> I don't know, man. That's, I, I, I can't I mean, say I, knew I didn't it was see coming. it coming. Yeah. I knew it was coming because anytime you inhale in something that is just not natural air. Is going to have some effect on you, right? Right. So I think that the health world just didn't have enough information to make a valid claim as to what the risks were, and they still don't uh-huh. because the technology is still is still new. And right. like people think that doctors know it all, they don't. Everything that doctors do They're is basically them guessing. That's why they call it practice. Mm-hmm. And if you do it on it's practice, because they uh, they're still figuring it out, man. Like because illnesses is. Uh, affect everyone differently. Right. That's why, you know, like cancer can run in your family, but your mother get breast cancer, you get prostate cancer, somebody else get bladder cancer. It doesn't matter because uh-huh. it affects people differently. So they're just guessing because every treatment doesn't work. That's why chemo works for some people and it doesn't work for others. That's so really scary. you, yeah, it, it really your is. Your doctor's in there just throw, throwing hail Mary. I think I've seen this before, my nigga. Uh, <laughs> Imagine, uh, I'll walk out. So much blood you coughing up. Is it like a little <laughs> bit? Like we, Oh, it's like, like you got to spit it out. Spit it out? Okay, fuck it, fuck it. Uh, hey, Jimmy! He over there trailing off like you have heart disease? It's like, all right, it could be one of 16 things. Uh, it may be, but like, nigga. My best guess, if you were to ask me, nigga, what? I'm paying copay. That's why you have to go to school for eight years, bro. Like, you got to learn all the different cases and all the different scenarios associated with it because there are so many cases where people thought it was one thing mm-hmm. and it ended up being something completely different, but just because the symptoms overlap, but... It's it's practice, bro. Damn. A lot of shit does not get solved until a major major thing happens. Especially like in the air, airline world. Uh-huh. Man, like they didn't have black boxes at first. That those transponders that like literally record. <laughs> so they just like they hung up the phone. They're like yeah. that plane is I, that plane's gone. <laughs> that shit did not land in Milwaukee. <laughs> yeah, they, they didn't know. They didn't know what went wrong. They like. The black box records all the conversations uh-huh. and everything that goes on in the cockpit basically. So they play that back to try to figure out what went wrong. But initially that wasn't there. You know what I mean? Like flotation devices, all of that shit happened because planes crashed and they blah, we gotta fix this shit. We gotta get wow. handled on it. What's the black box made out of? Metal and recording st- stuff. 
It's it's in the cockpit. Like it also has a the tracking device on it, so they can always track the plane too. Because what's crazy is that hack joke. Uh, I'm sure you've heard it a million times. Why don't they just make the whole plane out the black box? <laughs> but like nobody ever goes further than that. Like what is it made out of? It says the outermost shell is a case made of hardened steel or mm-hmm. titanium, designed to survive intense impact. Damn, that's. The joke's actually kind of true. Why don't they make the whole plane out of that? Well, I mean, the whole plane doesn't need to be made out of it because if they have that, they can basically understand what went wrong. But even still, like, if they made the whole plane out of titanium, it should be heavy as fuck. That's true. And then so. it says there's an insulation box and then a thermal block to protect against the fire and fire explosion. And yeah. Damn. Yeah, man. Is it indestructible, though? It is subjected to a 227-kilogram weight with a pin attached to it, which is dropped into the unit from a height of three meters. What am I reading? Oh, <laughs> uh, that's a, the drop fall, the drop test. Oh. To see what, what it can withstand. They try withstand. to crush it, destroy it in an hour of 1,100 degrees Celsius fire, submerge it in a pressurized saltwater tank, and immerse it in jet fuel. Okay, so they yeah, damn they near the, got it. Yeah. <laughs> they got it up to par. Hey, did you know that they test condoms, like, before they, like, package them? No. Yeah, man. So that, that condom has already been through the works. Like Not that specific condom you're nah, using. No, man. They don't test the condom you put on. You sure? Yeah. No. You're not sure? No, right? I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. There's no way. I just assumed you I don't couldn't. think they taste like one random one out of the batch. I thought they tested them all. Like the same thing with cars. They, I thought it was like you get a new design. Like, okay, I just invented ribbed. And then I guess they test that and then they manufacture it. That's what I would assume. Because have you ever tried to, like, God, this sounds gross. Have you ever tried to reuse a condom? I have sat with a condom on and, like, you know, afterwards and, you know, because I didn't, I didn't bust. And, you yeah, slept? that air, that, no, no, just sat, just, like, talking and shit. And then through the talking, you get excited again. Like, Let's go another round. You either got to, like, lube that bad boy up or you just got to replace it. Exactly. Or if it like falls off and you try to get it back, it's, it's not the same as the roll on. Nah, nah, it's harder to, to slide it back on. With so, the um, and I, I for sure meant what you meant. I didn't yeah. mean like next day, like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but I would assume like. But they got machines to do that. To roll it back up? Yeah. So Save wait, it up. Let's find out. How do this is where the internet gets scary. When you start learning the truth. Condoms. Oh, snap. Yeah, man. They come off the line. People be pulling them. They put it on machines, and because it has to go through like this jerking motion to make sure that oh, it's not just people fucking in them. No, not like that. Oh, <laughs> I thought that's what you were. You getting thought niggas was just like oh man, another long day I at the job. Like, bop, 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 bop. Nah, this one works. Roll it back up. Nah. And then your local <laughs> consumer. <laughs> you get the condom. It already got a pubic hair on it. It'd be like the oh, fuck. No. I just ripped this bitch off it. Yeah, it's all machines. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dimensional. Oh, they stretch it out all the way. Yeah, in. man. They gotta, they gotta test the elasticity of it. That's crazy. Right. Electronic testing uh, is the only test performed on every single condom. It is what manufacturers mean when they refer to individual or electronic testing. To perform the test, a condom is pulled over a metal form called a mandrel. It's a uh, robo dick. Mm-hmm. The com- the condom is then placed into the presence of an intense electrical field. What? Which is created in air or water, depending on equipment used by the manufacturer. Because rubber does not conduct electricity, no electricity should reach the metal mandrel uh, under the condom. If the electricity reaches the metal mandrel, it indicates the presence of a pinhole. 
Oh shit! I guess that's a good way of. But that makes sure that it Nigga, doesn't have they a are electrocuted? Yeah, man. Scary. Wow. Yeah, you got an Every Iron Man dick. Is <laughs> up like, I don't know anything. <laughs> I don't know where the dick is. Tell us where the dick is. <laughs> Tell us where the dick is. Yeah, man. Wow. That shit is scary. This is so totally random, but Will, my friend Will Farrow and I always talk about if Pokemon were ever real, uh-huh. humans are fucked up enough. Like we'd play with them for one year, and then they'd all be like slaves, <laughs> and we'd all like we all like try to figure out like what's the most fucked up ways people would use condoms or, or Pokemon. This is for sure one of them. Oh yeah. They would be electrocuting the shit out of these things. Condom Man, testing. It would be bad if people really had Pokemon, bro. Oh my God, this is wild. Be doing drive-bys with Pokemon. <laughs> shit, fire and water coming up. Dimension- That'd be all bad. Is this- dimensional testing is performed on a random sampling of condoms. Uh, the length, width, and thickness of the condoms are precisely measured according to the standards. Uh, so I guess that's when they're just stretched Stretching every them. which way. Yeah. Air burst tent testing. Condoms must be able to contain a minimum amount of air, pressure, and volume without breaking. So, to perform this test, a random sample of condoms are filled with air until they pop. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, man. I'm really shocked. I feel like I'm going to be talking about this condom thing for a long time. Hey, man. I feel like I'm just going to be like, yo, you know how you test condoms? The more you like, know. What? <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, while we're talking about just completely random things, yes. I found this thread on Twitter. What is the worst thing you've ever spilled in your car? Mm. This person said mine was a pint full pint of baked beans. Oh, baked beans. Oh, yeah, this whole thread, this whole thread is crazy. Because I'm, I'm trying to think of the worst thing. Because my car has smelled like many different things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Man, I'm trying to think of the worst. None of them are worse than this. The, the worst one is probably squid juice. Wait, what? It says squid juice that they were using for bait. Um, oh, you got to throw that whole car away. That's like shitting in your seat. And his wife was pregnant. So oh, she was super she sensitive. Was, she to was getting smell. all of it. It was. The yeah. smells was just fucking up squid her nostrils. Squid juice? That's, that's weird. Um, Someone said a container of worms. These are all fishermen, I'm hoping. Yeah. Hopefully. It's just weird just walking around with this shit just randomly. Oh, no. I probably, probably bodily fluids. Pee? Nah. Okay. Other. But the word spill is very important in that. You, did you have like a container filled with it? No, nah, no. Nah, you just spilled it because they I didn't catch it. I don't think that's spill. What else besides your semen to hear? <laughs> I was thinking of something maybe in a container. Uh, this shit. dude said his friend was into taxidermy and found a specimen on the beach. Uh, thinking he had enough garbage bags around it, uh, he brought it home in his trunk. What was it? A large harbor seal carcass, rotten to the core. Ugh. If that is. You cannot be friends with someone who's oh. picking up dead seals and putting it in their trunk. That, because you ever walk by an old sushi restaurant or something and you smell like the, death. the smell of old fish mm-hmm. and all that? Salty oh. death. Can you imagine what a dead seal smells like? I'm way more concerned with 
this dude's mentality, how he picked that up, carried it, and was like, ooh, this is a... The fact he called it a specimen is... The fact that you, like, taxidermy with a a seal. Like, how big is this house? Yeah, I know, On the shelf that you were going to put this on. Fuck you, stay at. I just had to shoot at a place that did taxidermy, and it is not okay. It is so gross. It's literally like a dead thing, and it's never done well. Yeah. It's always like their their foot is off, and, like, half of their face is missing. You see their bones, and they're just like, hi, I used to be a fox. It's like, damn, fam. That's just, that's gross. That is bad. Bad. I don't know what mine is. I feel like something. I feel like anything that can mold. Because mm-hmm. I've spilled water and that was bad. Mm. <laughs> water was for sure bad. I think. Um, I feel like I've had to scrub something out of my car before. Oh snap! My first car, I spilled breast milk in. It was in my son's bottle. And with milk, Damn. you can't just like wipe it up. You got to do oh, a deep no. scrub. Man, I did not know about that deep scrub. When I tell you that heat hit that seat, I got in that car and it smelled like chemical oh, warfare. Well, I mean, yeah, like the next day, woo, chemical war- warfare. It was, it, it was, it was a doozy. I don't think anything's beating that. I threw the car away. I don't think anything's beating that. Low key, I think maybe I had like, soul food in the car or whatever something was there's like for to feed a bunch of people at my mm-hmm. house or something and that they never wrap it right no, it no. always be like that random juice at the bottom oh, of the yeah. bag and when it all mixes together and it Woo. doesn't smell like one Woo. food that's like that's a smell you're gonna probably have until january soul food smells good cooking it individually but you like you put all those smells together that is that's not a healthy smell it's right there never fun Ugh. That, that is, is never, ever, ever. That is gross. <laughs> I'll pass on all of that. You might have the worst one. Squid juice is pretty bad. No, juice is a dead bad. seal is probably the worst. Ugh. Every time <laughs> I think about it, ugh. <laughs> this has nothing to do with anything, but I, this is one of the best tweets of all time. This, I remember this was a minute ago. This was two years ago. Somebody said, I spilled baked beans all over myself watching Cars 2 in theaters. And a black teenager shouted, this nigga eating beans. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone laughed. And everyone laughed. <laughs> Yo, why the fuck are you taking beans in the theater? <laughs> baked beans. <laughs> I had baked beans in, a ye- in years. I can't even remember the last time I had them, but that is ridiculous. <laughs> I've never had him in the movie theater. Yo, that is too damn funny. <laughs> 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 Whose man's is this? Right. What did you bring it in? <laughs> oh my god, bro, that is too funny. All right, so there's a, a crazy story. Um, you know what? This could probably be our uh, conspiracy theory because it's just creepy. Yeah. Um, so yeah, conspiracy ke- theory. Cue Here the we music. Go. Tokyo has an old man that has been dead for quite a while, but his punk ass family was collecting all the money for it. Ooh, ooh, you've been dead. Ooh, ooh, you've been dead. Ooh, ooh, you've been dead. Ooh. That was pretty much the whole story. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. So this was called Living Buddha. Uh, there was a dude who was uh, being honored. His name was Sogen Kato. 
and he lived in Tokyo, and government officials wanted to congratulate him on his 111th birthday. Um, it was basically going to be the world's oldest man, or Tokyo's oldest man. And the, the um, officials pulled up with a cake um, to honor him, uh, but when they found him, he had been dead for 30 years. So wait, the body was still there? That's what I'm saying. People are unnecessary as hell. Um, so apparently, they went. They grew suspicious when they went to honor Dr. Mr. Cato at his address. Uh, but his granddaughter told them he doesn't want to see anybody. Um, so they were like, hmm. Uh, and now, uh, they they. So I guess these were welfare officials. Um, they went to visit and they basically got chased away every single time, which is weird. It's like, nigga, we just want to say happy birthday. Yeah. Um, they grew suspicious and sought an investigation by police who forced their way into the house on Wednesday, which is funny. That they're like, get out the way with a birthday cake. Yeah. Let us see this nigga. You know how many candles we've had to buy? How many lights blow out? 111 candles. It's just all candles with a little cake. Um, oh, man, this is so bad. So they forced their way into this house with a cake, and they discover a mummified body, believed to be Kato, Lying in his bed still, wearing underwear and pajamas covered with a blanket. Now, we were just talking about smells. Um, Yo. You got your 30-year-old dead-ass grandfather still in his pajamas, which I'm assuming they maybe change. If you're doing it that far, I'm assuming they change his underwear and pajamas and the bed. Um, But bodies swell up. So that first couple years had to be tough. Oh. God. The gases for your body. Oh, dead people swell. fart. Yeah, they swell up. They, they have to go somewhere. Dead people fart. So that, that, that those first couple months, the first couple years, that that had to be a doozy. I mean, there are alive niggas farts. Yeah, I was like, yo, are you sure you're alive? What have you are been you sure eating? What's your diet like? But a dead nigga, bro. Like, what? Why won't they get rid of the body? You could easily get the money. I mean, it's you not can like still they're fingerprinting. The, yeah. If he obviously died at home, so there are no records of him ha- passing. Why would y'all keep this body? Do you think, I mean, if somebody were to come to collect it, he'd be recorded as dead? Unless well, I'm just... not talking about them collecting it. I'm talking about them just, like, just getting rid of it. Well, it says they, he confined, the, the relative said that he confined himself in a room more than 30 years ago and became a living Buddha. So I guess they were like, we didn't know. <laughs> um, but they had received 9.5 million yen in uh, widower's pension payments wow. uh, via his bank account. And his wife died six years ago, and some of the money had recently been withdrawn. So the pension fund had long been unable to contact Mr. Cato. His family must have known he'd been dead all these years and acted as if nothing happened. It's so eerie. Yeah, the smell. There's no way around the smell. I mean, Buddhas, they light a lot of incense, so. They really... <laughs> They really were just like, no, he just hasn't been out in a minute. He's dead. Can you imagine, like, the bad acting that went on? No, what? I know I... Well, well, how was he getting his food? We thought he was fasting for 30 years. We smelled something, so we assumed he was eating. (laughs) That's so fucked up. I don't understand. People are horrible, man. Man, I don't don't really know. I mean, this was, like, literally like Psycho. People, people are just horrible. That's that's the only way to put it, man. And family be fucked up, man. I was just sitting with that dead old man like that, and y'all just taking his money. It's like Alfred. You ever seen Psycho the movie? Yeah. Where the ty- he was like in a dress the whole time. <laughs> but then it was like, if you were acting as your mom, why is the skeleton still here? Man, get rid of it. Some people have abandonment issues. 
just hoarders. That that is. <laughs> I just wanted to be there for the acting. That when that they was busted horrible. With the cake and was like, oh my god. They were like, <laughs> oh my god. Oh, grandma. Grandma. Oh, oh no. He's had that Asian. <laughs> oh no, he did. That old cake. That they're gonna be coming for you. <laughs> but it was funny. Let us know. Uh, was that racist? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Let us know. How far would you go to keep getting money through your, your family? Because this is probably the f- for furthest low-key. Maybe they were thinking like, fuck it. He ain't missing it. And it's the government. The government. So fuck it. They got the money. They just like, we didn't kill him. It didn't say that they killed him. But I'm dressing up a sex doll with his with a wig that looks like him way before I'm keeping a dead nigga in the bed for 30 years. The fact that your brain went there scares me. I'm not even I mean, if we it. were just gonna do it. Okay. If if, if the family needed. You could have just hired an old man to be him and just have him sitting there. That's and just true. break him off ten thousand dollars yen. Just for the welfare. Just, welfare for, just for that. Just for that. But y'all didn't. You didn't. He had to look 111 though. And make up prosthetics. Low key, there are some like 80 year old white people that look 111. This is true. So I think you could have. <laughs> that have been like, oh, you look kind of good for your age. <laughs> Why? <are> you <laughs> I still, gotta stop with the accent. Still doing the accent. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for watching yet another episode of Damn Internet, You Scary. I have been Patrick Cloud. And I'm to hear more. We will see you with more fucked up shit next week. <laughs> <laughs>